Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 7-18-2019. The semi-daily news that even plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into that sweet and saucy news. First is from IGN, written by Matt Kim. Marvel's Avengers gameplay demo will release publicly after Gamescom 2019. San Diego Comic-Con attendees at the Marvel Games panel got an early look at gameplay for Square Enix's Avengers game. But Crystal Dynamics confirmed that this demo footage will be publicly available a week after Gamescom in August. During the Marvel Games panel, Crystal Dynamics showed off footage from its upcoming Marvel's Avengers game, along with an extended gameplay video. Crystal Dynamics showed off the customization menu for Avengers. Crystal Dynamics director Sean Iskake says that players will be able to customize heroes with classic fan favorite and all new outfits. Similarly, players will be able to customize how their heroes play by unlocking new skills and choosing the gear that suits their playstyles. So one of so one player's Captain America could look and play differently from someone else's Captain America. Some suits will be inspired by the comics while others will be original. Thor in full Viking armor, Hulk in a mafia style suit, Captain America in a gray suit were shown off during the Hall H panel. Iskeg also clarified that Marvel's Avengers is a story-driven game, with certain missions designed for specific heroes. So while there will be times players can choose which Avengers hero they want to play as, there will be some missions that will lock players into specific roles. Demos shown to the Comic-Con Hall H crowd also included the potential tease of Kamala Khan, aka Miss Marvel, being part of the game in some fashion. A young girl wearing a Captain Marvel-esque shirt is shown in the crowds on A-Day, the inciting incident of Marvel's Avengers. It appears that this girl is being exposed to some Terrigen mist in the demo. As this would line up with Kamala's comic book origins, it is a potential nod to the hero's inclusion in Marvel's Avengers. However, none of the representatives for Marvel games nor Crystal Dynamics made mention of it on stage at the panel. Toward the end of the panel, Marvel's Marvel Games Bill Roseman confirmed a collector's edition will be available for pre-order before the end of the year, and Roseman showcased a Captain America statue posed as he is in the Marvel's Avengers Memorial statue of the character. Kamala Khan is one of my absolute favorite characters. Her origin story is awesome. Her her single comic is awesome. Her run in the Avengers is awesome. So I really hope she's in this game. But this game's looking out to be really awesome. And for all of those, for those of you who are mad about how Captain America looks, well, you're going to get to customize them. So don't be mad. Second is from IGN and written by Matt Kim as well. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 expansion pass and free DLC detail. Marvel Game Studios announced the first DLC characters coming to the Marvel Alliance 3. The add-on characters include a mix of unlockable, free, and paid DLC characters such as Loki, Cyclops, Colossus, as well as the Marvel Knights roster, which includes Blade, Moon Knight, Punisher, and Morbius. Attendees in the Marvel Games panel in Hall H today at San Diego Comic-Con got the first look at the new characters coming to Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 after launch. The first character that was shown was Loki, who will be an unlockable character in Ultimate Alliance 3. Marvel Games showed off Loki's power, who like his comic counterpart, can duplicate himself as well as create whirlwinds and use ice attacks thanks to his frost giant heritage. The next characters Marvel Games announced were Cyclops and Colossus, who are in Ultimate Alliance 3, but not playable at launch. The two X-Men will eventually become playable, and players won't even need to pay for them. Cyclops and Colossus aren't part of the DLC expansion pass, but will be free DLC that will be released on August 30th. Finally, Marvel announced that the first set of characters that will be released as part of the $20 expansion pass. 
The characters are from the Marvel Knights and include Blade, Moon Knight, Punisher, and Morbius. Like Loki, this will be the first time Punisher and Mor Morbius are playable in the Ultimate Alliance game. There was no trailer for the Marvel Knights, but their character arts were shown off for the audience. Unfortunately, Marvel did not reveal which characters are coming as part of the X-Men and Fantastic Four pack of characters, but everyone in attendance was able to leave with a free Marvel Ultimate Alliance comic book. So I think we can all assume that in the Fantastic Four pack, it's going to be the Fantastic Four. And for the X-Men pack, it's going to be most of those base X-Men we all grew up with in the 90s. So booyah. Hi, everybody. Anthony from Dad's Beards Nerds here. Here to tell you about our sponsorship program, a wonderful way to help support us and another way if you are a business or just someone who wants something red. Our sponsorships cost $100 for a week or $200 for three weeks. Your ad will be read over our week's worth of content, which includes DBN News, any reviews we might do, and our DBN Prime podcast. If this sounds something that interests you, then contact us at gmail at dadsbeardsnerds at gmail.com. We look forward to working with you, and we look forward to hearing from you. Now, enjoy the rest of the show. Third is from IGN, written by Alicia Judge. Ubisoft CEO believes porting to Stadia will be relatively cheap. Ubisoft has claimed porting its games to Stadia won't break its bank for now during an earnings call that also posted dwindling sales despite The Division 2 being reportedly one of the best-selling games of 2019 so far. Ubisoft CEO Yves Gamon told investors that the investor that the extra R&D cash required to successfully port an existing game to Google's cloud gaming service is not that high. However, he admitted that those costs might go up in the future. The extra cost to port to make sure the games work well on Stadia is not that high. It's part or it's part now of our pipelines and we have a good relationship with Stadia to make sure it's profitable for us. He said, now we are not speaking about 2.0 types of games that will need more work. And this we will see more in the future action. So that's cool. Stadia is making it cheap for these developers to port it over. I imagine Stadia's architecture isn't too crazy and probably in par with everyone else's architecture. And last is from GameSpot and written by Jordan Romay. Batman Beyond Remastered revealed at Comic-Con. Now, now, hear me out. I know this isn't video game news, but Batman Beyond is one of my all-time favorite cartoons. I used to watch it on Fox Kids in the morning, Saturday morning cartoons as well. So you get in the Batman Beyond news. At a San Diego Comic-Con panel, the cast and creators for Batman Beyond announced that a remastered version of the DC animated series will be out this October. Called Batman Beyond the Complete Animated Series Limited Edition, the collection will launch digitally on October 15th and on physical Blu-ray on October 29th. The first season will also be available for DC Universe subscribers starting August 23rd. According to IGN, the collection is comprised of six discs, two of which contain bonus content, including a remastered version of the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker movie and 15 featurettes, featurettes about the series. Four of the series episodes will also include commentary from members of the production team, if you decide to buy the physical version of the collection, you will also receive a, receive a limited edition chrome-painted Batman Beyond Funko Pop. Batman Beyond is the direct sequel to Batman the Animated Series and the new Batman Adventures, taking place at the end of DC's animated universe and following up on numerous character storylines established in Static Shock, Justice League, and Justice League Unlimited. 52 episodes long, the series begins in 2019 with an elderly Bruce Wayne retiring as Batman before quickly fast-forwarding to 2039 and following the crime-fighting adventures of Terry McGinnis, a teenager who takes on the cow. Only 41 of the 52 episodes have been fully remastered, while the remaining 11 are only partially remade as they've been too damaged over time. The 11 are Eyewitness, Final Cut, The Last Resort, Armory, Sneak Peek, The Egg Baby, Zeta, Plague, April Moon, Sentries and the Lost Cosmos and Speak No Evil. 
The digital version of the Batman Beyond, the complete animated series, limited edition, will cost $50 and $60 or 60 SRP in Canada. The Blu-ray version will set you back twice as much. UK and Australia prices have yet to be announced. This is awesome. I want this, but I also kind of just only want to stream stuff. So maybe this is going to be why I get that new DC streaming service. And that is the news for today. Thanks for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the, po- via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Twitch at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you can find that link in our Twitter bio or in the show notes for every show that we produce and record. Until next time, I'm Anthony, and I look forward to making more content for you.